Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. This is Megan. And, you know, on your regular weekly episodes, we're actually, you know, on time now. So. Yep, on time. Yeah. Woohoo. Yeah. What? On time? Yeah. No, we don't get a hunted update. Um, uh, nothing impactful has happened last Yeah, it's just kind of like the same <laughs> kind of thing. The same things. Well, yeah, it's the same, you know, getting messages. There's just a couple of entities that, like, you know, make themselves known. Oh, I do actually have a haunted update. I could tell you this one. And it's not going to be a 24-hour. I mean, not 24-hour. Well, you're making me a liar. No. <laughs> well, I forgot about it until now. But I don't even know if you know this. It happened a couple of days ago. No, it happened yesterday. Sorry. My days are. Anyways, I was in the kitchen doing dishes. And the way they have, like, my the houses is, like, Okay, so, like, I'm facing the sink and to the right, I could see, like, the dining room and then the entrance to the laundry room where we have the pantry. Those that don't know, there's three children in the household under the age of seven. Our son, who's four, and then my two twin brothers that are sick. I was doing dishes, and I thought, like, I could have swore I saw Killian, our son, go, and, like, it looked like he was going through the pantry, and the first thing I thought of was, oh, no, I don't want to, like, I can to fall on his foot or anything. So I said, Killian, get away from that. Still heard it. Killian, get away from that. And then I was like, Killian, I'm talking. Come on. Like, whatever. And I hear a little bit of laughter. And then I go in there to be like, you know, like, hey, you need to listen, that kind of thing. And there was no one there. And then I was like, okay. And I peeked in because um, the playroom is bordering that room. So I went in there. My two brothers were there and I asked, I was like, did you, did you go in the laundry room? Did you, you know, go near the pantry? And they're like, no, we've been here for a while. We've been sitting and just eating. And I was like, okay. And then I go looking for Killian and he is like in the den area, just chilling with my grandmother. Did look like he didn't move. And I asked him if he went in there and he goes, no, I've been here. My grandma could even attest, but this little boy, he was like probably the same age between like four and six brown hair lighter skin than killian which made me think maybe it was my brother but then the brown hair because they have blonde i don't know and then um but it looked like when i kind of focused back and replayed in my head like what i saw it looked like a little boy you know like a depression era era kid like kind of dirty had like the overalls massy yeah get me i can be a paper over here yeah yeah like that kind of like 1920s kind of where the kids are like, get your paper, news yeah, it, go yeah. here. Yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. And then my mom was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I think there's a little boy that's just been chilling out in the house. Because, you know, she has abilities, too. And I was just like, well, that's great. So, but he kind of, like, hides. Like, he doesn't really show. And then, two, the other night when you felt something approach the house because we do like protect and like salt around the house and like protect it in different ways um and i do have it where like if an entity comes through and it's got you know like good intentions it could come through but like if it's negative it has to stay outside and sometimes like with me as a psychic i will see things on the barrier of the salt line like waiting for a chance for it to come in because like with salt you have to keep putting it down and putting it down and putting it down uh isaac was like i feel like something charged my right hand and i was like and i kind of like looked outside and it was this thing that kind of looked like jeepers creepers but like with wings because i think he had wings right but it was like a solid black thing with red eyes 
So I was like, oh, well, that's great. <laughs> but um, Isaac didn't actually like pull it off the plane. It just kind of ran. But yeah, it was. I could show you exactly where it was standing. Like it was really freaking creepy. But I stumbled upon a TikTok video that actually this photographer guy apparently is really good at capturing supernatural things in general. And he caught something that looked exactly like it. I thought that was interesting. It was on my For You page. Yeah. Anyways, maybe I'll share that video so you guys can see it. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, on to today's episode, which is something back into the realm of conspiracy theories. Yes. Which all involves secret societies. Now, funny enough, uh, when I did a little research on these, um, you know there's like over a hundred different secret societies throughout history? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I think even Hollywood has... A huge chunk, whether it's like sex cults or weird shit like that. Okay. Uh, now you're going into the rabbit hole end of uh, YouTube with the uh, Hollywood conspiracies. Well, yeah, because I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot of... I mean, you have like the Illuminati and stuff like that, but like... What? Just gonna be a topic of the day. But because there's so many, we mm-hmm. could do multiple parts. But uh, for now, we're going to talk about the big ones, the ones everybody heard of, mm-hmm. right? Freemasons, Illuminati, right? Um, Bohemian Grove, Skull and Bones, right? Mm-hmm. Those, those ones. Secret societies go back all the way till medieval times, mm-hmm. probably even before then, right? Mm-hmm. Freemasons, right, were essentially created out of guilds, and what I mean by guilds, like groups, whatever, like that. Like the king would say to a group of people, "All right, you're the bakers, and you make all the bread, and you're the the the, the carpenters, and you make everything out of wood, and you're the the masons, you do everything out of stone, right?" Mm-hmm. So those guilds, right, the stonemasons guild would make everything out of stone and vice versa to the carpenters and stuff like that. But when a renaissance happened and industrial age and all that, things made out of stone weren't necessarily needed as much. But the Masonics uh, Lodge and the, the, the brotherhood amongst them were still, um, they had a lot of control. When I say control, mm-hmm. but they had a lot of people part of their group that were powerful people. Yeah, And so people went to them for advice and stuff like that. So over ever how many hundreds of years, and, you know, up to George, uh, we call it Benjamin Franklin's age, he, which mm-hmm. he was a Mason, or famously one, they went from what they were originally, Masons in a sense, to more of a gentleman's club, kind of like powerful people are part of this group, and they would influence uh, each other with advice and say, hey, can you lower the price on cotton so I can charge like, up the price on tax on, on tobacco, stuff like that, you know. Not as much as a, a sinister kind of thought process, right? On the surface, anyway. Mm-hmm. And the farther you go up in the Masonic things, is the less it becomes uh, clear of what they're doing. On the surface, as everyone knows right now, the Masons mm-hmm. still going on. You see a little G symbol with like the the pyramid and a little looks like a measuring stick thingy mm-hmm. on the back of people's cars and stuff, right? And you see the Masonic lodges are there's a lot actually in uh, town. There is a lot. There's a well, lot. No, there's, <laughs> well, like our downtown area. I know there's, like, in the midst of all these, like, because, like, they're revamping downtown where we live. And so there's a lot of, like, abandoned buildings because, like, apparently when the mall came, like, all of the downtown stuff that we had, like, ceased to exist. And it's never really been brought back to life since then. And now they're doing a whole, like, $2 million worth of renovations. Long story short, in the middle of all of these, like, abandoned storefronts is this one red building that it's apparently, like, it straight up tells you on the thing. It's a Mason. Masonic Lodge. Yeah. And there's a lot of Mason stickers I see around on different 
vehicles is a lot. There's actually a Mason. I wonder if there's a military tie to it. Possibly. But on the surface, a Masonic Lodge is considered a, um, we call it, um, a charitable group, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, basically a group of men, mostly. Mm-hmm. There are women a part of it now, but back then there weren't. But, um, they're basically just a, a, uh, charitable organization of groups of people that come together to do charitable work for the community. Mm-hmm. That's the on surface thing. And depending on where the Masonic Lodge is and what their members and how much money they contribute and stuff like that, the more successful one is, right? Yeah. Hence why the Masonic Lodge has connections to um, uh, the Denver airport. Mm. But yeah. the Masons are behind that probably had a lot of money. Yeah. So at the surface level, back way back when Masonic, the, the Freemasons were essentially that kind of ideals. Now, mm-hmm. the birth of the Illuminati, two different ones, if you know your history. Mm-hmm. The original one was way back during, what's his face? The king, I forgot his name, name um, Charlemagne, I think. Mm-hmm. Um or after him. Who was after him? I forgot what king was yeah. in England or something like that was after. But he basically wiped out the original Illuminati, right? Whose whole plot was to take over the world. New World Order, all that. The second one, around 1700s, was led by a man, I believe, named S- uh, uh, what's his name? Adam uh, Windsor. Something like that. Wins- mm-hmm. Winsom. Winsom, I think his name. Adam Winsom, something like that, right? And he was part of the uh, Bavarian um Illuminati out of Bavaria, right? Mm-hmm. And that Illuminati, it was created in the instance of what everyone is worried about, in a sense. Now, people say the Illuminati doesn't exist anymore. It never did. It was just a made-up thing, blah, 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 blah. No, it did actually exist. still does, technically. And who's part of it? That's the big question. People want to throw, like, celebrities' names in there, like Jay-Z or Beyonce or, like, other ones and stuff like that, mm-hmm. saying, oh, they're part of the Illuminati. That is still yet up to a debate, right? Mm-hmm. But back way back when, this is 1700s, right? There was a guy named John Robinson, Robinson, mm-hmm. who wrote a book. Uh, I think it was called um, "The Exposing the Secret Societies" or "Exposing Something Like That." And he spoke to this guy, right, about getting information stuff like that. Now that book apparently has been discredited and stuff like that for in inflections. But the Illuminati's powerpoints of what they wanted to do is kind of blatantly obvious what's going on in the yeah. world. Eliminate nationalism and patriotism. Mm-hmm. Eliminate uh, home values and marriage. Mm-hmm. Eliminate um, education purposes out of free thinking. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, teach people what they want people to be teach, right? And this is basically how they destroy a, a, a society mm-hmm. or a country. And they, they that's their whole point. Mm-hmm. Now, in the early 1700s, Stuff like that. George Washington. George Washington was warned that the Illuminati would try to, because they wanted to, infiltrate the Freemasons and use their influence in America to do their bidding. George Washington said, "Nah, I don't think that's going to happen." It's fucking wrong because they did. And all the sinister things you ever hear about the Illuminati doing this, Illuminati doing that, they were doing it behind Freemason ideals. They're disguising what they're doing behind the Freemasons. That's why the Freemasons always gets lumped in with dangerous, with satanic worship or doing sinister things where no one trusts them, right? Because the Illuminati infiltrated with their ideals and let's say change the Freemasons to what they want. So the highest level of a Freemason is, uh, right? If you reach a degree of 33, 
you're the highest level Mason. And at that point, they ask you a question. Do you believe in our ideals? Do you think this is the way the world should be? Stuff like that. And if you say, yeah, I think what our ideals are should shape the world. It's not what you answer. It's how you answer it. And they said, okay, here's your certificate or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Thanks for being part of the group. And you're still there. Or the way you answered and the way they wanted it said, hey, come to this place at 7 o'clock tonight. We're going to have some other stuff we're going to talk about. And that's when you start getting into the um, really secret stuff that no one really ever talks about. Or at least right. we don't know. Right? But you know, Chris, remember my friend Chris? Mm -hmm. His dad was a Mason. Or he's a Mason, sorry. Dang. Right? And I remember I was talking to him about it one time. And he was like, yeah, the easy, you just ask a Mason if you want to become a Mason and you join their thing. Like, right? That the Masonic Lodge might be racist. Because mm -hmm. I asked, would I be accepted? Because I'm Mexican. He's like, I don't think they have a problem with that. I'm like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Because that thought came to my mind. Mm -hmm. What if I uh, what if I joined them, man, just to see what was going on? Oh my gosh! Well, now <laughs> they would know. They think I'll listen to our podcast. You never know. You never know. It might be actually some Masons actually listen to us. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which would be cool just to see. You know, I've never been part of a club like that or anything. But so yeah, that was kind of what happened at Freemasons. Now their whole new world order is that the whole thing is about almost globalism. In a sense, to control the world, right, you need to mantle everything that other people take for value. People can't be controlled if they believe in their own country, in a sense. Yeah. Hence why I take away patriotism, right? If enough people hate their own country, they won't support it anymore. They're asked for something different. And it's the idea that a country is built on uh, all with the same common goal. Now, you take away that common goal, you have them fighting amongst each other. This is any country anywhere. Right. But it's almost blatantly obvious in America. I'm not saying it's doing it right now, but probably have been doing it for a long time. Yeah. And it goes with the idea of mind that we know things are going on, but there's no way to prove it. And the extent of what they want to do. Now, are they succeeding? Who knows? And, and other aspects of that. But the whole point is to put the entire planet under one role of government, which almost seems like an impossibility. Cause that means you have to get the entire planet to agree on one thing. Yeah. That's seven or well, eight some billion people now agreeing on one ideal. <laughs> you can barely get a state to agree on one ideal or 10 people. Let's say that. Expect a whole planet. Now, there's a conspiracy theory surrounding the idea that aliens could make us all band together. Yeah. Which in any video game you've ever played or any movie you've seen with alien attacks and in the future when it comes to space exploration and us against aliens and stuff like that, there is one world government. Dang. Mass Effect. I don't know if you played that. No, you didn't. You watched me play it. Yeah. One world government. There's not United States fleet. There is the space fleet with other countries part of. Dang. Right? At least the military in that game, it's all basically one military. There's no United States military. There's a world military. Earth's military. Right? There's no United States military. There's Earth's military. Now, does every country have their own? Yeah, probably. I never, I never got that far into the story. Yeah, most video games I've played, most movies I've seen, it's always in futuristic world that's basically under one military, one leader, one rule and ideal. Because we're fighting against aliens. It's no longer humans hating humans, it's humans hating other alien species that are trying to kill us. Mm. So that can technically be the key to get their, what they want. There's a, a conspiracy theory for you. Mm, <laughs> now, this is, I'm going to have a theory at the end when it comes okay. to your size, but moving on. One of the secret societies that people actually have heard of, mm -hmm. other than the Illuminati and the Freemasons and stuff like that, uh, is Skull and Bone. Mm. Have you heard of it? You know what I'm talking about? I've, I, yeah, I read a little bit about it. Yeah. All right. Um, Skull and Bones 
Skill and Bones, also known as the Order, or the Order 322, or the Brotherhood of Death. Which, yeah. Out of, <laughs> essentially, it was out of Yale, mm-hmm. right? It's supposed to be an alumni's, like, secret society club. And that's, and see, that's also where I think, like, a lot of secret societies come from, too, is colleges, like certain frats. Yeah, like, maybe been a frat that, that decided <laughs> to extend outward. Yeah. Now, what is worrisome mm-hmm. about Skull and Bones, or the Order of Skull and Bones, however you want to say it, is that many, many powerful people have been part of it, including presidents. Dang. The last known Skull and Bones president of the United States was uh, George W. Bush. Mm. He was the last known Skull and Bones member. Who knows it Obama? Well, why, is it, why is it called Skull and Bones? Uh, I never really said. Like, that has nothing to do with brotherhood or... Well, like I said, it was a, basically a club from Yale that called themselves that. Um, but yeah, it was based out of Yale, right? And the whole thing, secret society. And the, the, what we know about Skull and Bones is how they groomed people to positions of power. Presidents has been the most common one known. This is the United States, United States based secret society. Freemasons started across the, you know, in, a, in Europe and other places like that. Then they made their way to the United States. Yeah. When the colonizers started coming over here and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and see, I wish I knew more than that, but as much as I read, uh, there's more history stuff like that. But yeah, it is what I learned about Skull and Bones is they mostly, they groomed people to, take control of the country and stuff like that. Yeah. So they still have ties. And funny enough, um, I forgot which year it was. I think it was George Bush's second. No, first run against Kerry. Mm-hmm. Both Kerry and him were both Skull and Bones. Dang. Well, here, I actually have a list of people that were part of Skull and Bones. Oh, shit. Okay. William Howard Taft, President. class of 1878. Walter Camp, basically the father of the American football. Class of 1880. Lemon Spitzer. I think he is a noted uh, astrophysicist. Um, he dreamed up the the idea behind the Hubble Space Telescope. Um, and he it was the first method to observe space uninhabited by the Earth's atmosphere. Uh, class of 1935. Potter Stewart. Class of 1937. He was a Midwestern congressman. Um, he also became the editor of the Yale Law Review during his time at Yale. Um, McGeorge Bundy, class of 1940. Uh, he basically became uh, one of JFK's wise men. George Herbert Walker Bush, class of 1948. I prisoned. <laughs> William F. Buckley Jr. He didn't really... He founded a political magazine, the National Review... Um, and he wrote many, many spy novels, but he really didn't do too much. Uh, John F. Carey, class of 1966. Frederick Wallace Smith, class of 1966, founded FedEx. Um, let's see, George W. Bush, class of 1968. We all know him. Stephen A. Schwartzman. Uh, or class of 1969. Um, he was part, I think he's saying George W. Bush's administration at some, for something. Um, and he donated 150 million back to Yale to form the Schwarzman Center on campus. Uh, wow. Steve Mnuchin was part of it. Class of 1985. Dana Milbank. 
Oh, no, it was a dude. Sorry. I thought the name Dina. Never mind. Because <laughs> there's the picture has a female in it, too. Yeah. Class of 1990. She's a journal or he's a journalist that covers politics. And that's all they have. Yeah. So far. They're most well-known ones. Yeah. So. I'm saying every president is skull and bones, but a lot of them are. And it's kind of ironic that it's like presidents, people in politics, people kind of in that realm or high corporations like that would make America. You know what I mean? Well, there's also the rumor that Skull and Bones control the CIA itself. Hmm. That's another, that's interesting. Yeah. I always have people in control with it. Please power people in part of it. Now, one of my say, favorite things to talk about, but it was one of my most interesting thing I learned was, this is not a secret society, but it's a, it's a society of people that meet secretly. That makes any sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Bohemian Grove Ugh. and the cremation of care that happens. You know what I'm talking about? No. I think I told you once. I can't remember that. Probably. It sounds, the name sounds familiar. All right. In California, mm-hmm. in Con- Monte something, Monte, not say Monte Carlo, like Monte something. It sounds like that. I can't remember. But Bohemian Grove, which is a campsite. Every year, once a year. Yes. Now I know. Where some of the most powerful men, originally men, and I think they probably add women now, on the planet, or at least the United States, meet to, on the outside, it's where they meet and talk shop, essentially, where they just discuss, hey, Bill, what you're working on computer-wise, or, uh, hey, uh, what's his face, uh, Jeff Brezos, you uh, you extending Amazon or do this, right? Oh, sure, Mr. President, I'm fine with doing that. So, like that, kind of like the most powerful people on the entire United mm-hmm. States meeting and discussing stuff, which, to any conspiracy theory, instantly thinks sinister things, which, yeah. I mean, you got to think rationally. They could just be meeting just to talk about stuff, but no one that no one believes that. No one does. Yeah, I feel like I put in a tinfoil hat when talking about this, but um, that's not the creepy part. That alone, just them meeting and talking stuff would be enough for someone. Now, it is what was discovered in the 90s, mm. right? Um, you know who Alex Jones is, right? Yes. Yes. He, before he lost his mind and it went crazy because um, he kind of went off deep end with conspiracy theories. Before he went that way, he was actually respected journalist in a sense that he would look for stuff like this he actually opened the fucking floodgates by sneaking into bohemian grove while it was happening and recording one of their ceremonies now that just sounds like that guy risked his life yeah we all know like when he got (laughs) out he had some skid marks on those underwear because he probably when he saw what he saw probably shit his man now he never heard about the commission of care or the Bohemian Grove or anything like that. Uh, to explain this to you, you're going to be like, what the fuck? Um, what he witnessed was something they called the cremation of care. was essentially where all these powerful people put all their care into something and burn it, essentially. Versus almost like a, a euphagy. Am I saying that word right? Euphagy? No, no, it's euph- It's a, sort of F almost. Ah, I can't think of the dang name of it. Anyway, the, the thing that they burn, that's like it's 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 sentimental of getting rid of whatever. Anyway, so essentially that was what they were doing. But here's the creepy part: they were doing that in front of a giant wooden owl statue, and sacrifice to the owl god Minerva. That's not all. The people that were doing this were all in robe, like cloak robes, like like creepy. Like sacrificial, like looking weird robes, Dang. where they had a little child-sized mannequin doll thing 
wrapped in this fabric that they would burn in front of it. Now, the recording you can find on YouTube of Alex Jones and stuff like that. And you can probably just find audio. Now. I don't know if you still find it or not. I, I tried looking for it. I couldn't find it. Um, but you can hear a guy talking about how he, this is a sacrifice commission of care to the great God Minerva, blah, 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 blah. And he can't, like, and he's, you almost hear like a man, man, like, <laughs> like maniacal laughing afterwards. I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. And, and it's just like, these are the most powerful people doing this. Yeah. Originally, Alex Jones fucking suspect, you know, suspected that it was originally way back when, when this first started, they were actually sacrificing children. And that's why he got on the whole bandwagon. They're taking kids' bloods and fat tiger. You know, often it's crazy. Yeah. Maybe they did one time. They stopped over time. They just use the actual mannequin as a representation for what they're doing. But now the ancient god Minerva also related to the owl symbol, which is related to Athena. Mm. Right. Um, and there's more like religious history there, but it goes beyond what I know. Dang. Yeah. But yeah. So most powerful people in the world. Right. From presidents. To government officials, to people in control of media, to technology, all that meeting in one place and doing that. That's scary. Now, there's some rumors to talk about how they're naked in front of each other and stuff like that, but uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Mm. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was waiting for your reaction. I'm just. <laughs> and like me, like. Looking at that as a psychic, like getting a feel of it, I feel like a lot of those groups exist, unfortunately. Over a um, hundred different secret societies exist. Or had I think exist. there's a lot more, I hate to say it, sacrifices Which, yeah, very six- in modern day in modern day times than people understand. We had actually a very successful secret society if people know you exist. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you're not doing your job as a secret society. Like, number one rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club. Yeah. You said everybody knows about it. So, um, but when it comes to stuff like this and different ideals surrounding these, now this is like a little bit of the conspiracy theory side, like I said at the beginning, right? As mm-hmm. more it comes to that, but it is something to talk about because back when saying with the Freemasons and stuff like that, how it evolves around the occult, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to magic, essentially. Yeah. Now, magic to a primitive society, right? If you took your cell phone mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and took it back to the 1700s, they would think you're some kind of wizard, right? Or at least in the axes are handling fire in your hand like a lighter or something. Witch! Witch! You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So when I hear like the Freemasons are, are, have some involving with the occult and stuff like that and learn learn the magic stuff like that. That also relates to another secret society um that I think created the not mm. now I forgot their name, but also involves um there's some German sounding name. But they were originally created in the idea that um after World War One, right? I wish I remember the dang name of it. Anyway, you can probably look it up yourself. <laughs> Yeah, we don't, you know, I would say we do a lot of research, but I just, I, I, I think I talked about this on the live, right? How my mind works. I, I get scattered real easily. Yeah. If I don't have it in front of me, it doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember reading about that, about the secret society that was created after World War One, and essentially led to the creation of the Nazis. Now this, the society still existed, even though it kind of blended into the SS with Hitler. And that's why you got 
those rumors that Hitler looked for occult stuff to help him win the war. It was that secret society within the Nazi that helped him, that looked for occult stuff to help win the war. Now, whether they believe Hitler would be the one to do it, who knows? Because yeah. if you know about the, was it the movie Valkyrie, even his own men thought he shouldn't be in control. Yeah. But they still wanted to win for Germany. Dang. Yeah. So, or, or was it um, uh, Captain America <laughs> and Hydra? Essentially, it was a splinter group part of the Nazis that th- felt like the Fuhrer was not the one to lead them into the next level. He was just basic on the level of what war was. And they wanted the occult. They wanted power. Right. They wanted like magic, essentially. Yeah. So that gave me the mind of that is why aren't. Well, I guess leads into my theories and a, and a question that you can probably try to answer. Mm-hmm. Secret societies like these and mm-hmm. other ones all have the same ideal in mind. Not all of them are sinister. Some actually want to be come together to help mankind move forward and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, which I'll probably go into if we do another episode because yeah. there's a few I've heard about. One of them being the Odd Fellows, I think. Mm. If someone knows who I'm talking about, then like, yeah. Um, if these six societies exist, or they say they do, I'm saying, not saying they don't, but their whole prerogative, their whole new world order, right, is to control the world, to either shrink the population, right, because that's actually been one of the other things that some six societies want is to depopulate the planet, right. Mm-hmm. Less kids being born, less things being made, stuff like that, right? How you know is that more people are having less kids now and now? Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the things that they're at. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, but the question I had in my mind, if these societies, well, say, these societies exist and their whole point is almost politics, you know, brainwashing, television, stuff like that, military control. Why aren't they, if they are into the occult, why are they going after people who are psychic? Like me and you. Why, are why they, aren't they? Or why, why aren't they? Why are they trying to add these people in? Why are they trying to recruit? That's what I was looking for. Psy- psychics and stuff like that. I think there are there are ones out there, but like if you're a psychic that has no bad intentions, you're going to be able to, you know what I mean? Like you're going to, like if, like someone like me, right? They're not going to, because I feel like you have to have a certain set of mind to be part of a group like that. And I think a psychic's mind is too vast. There's no control because there's different tiers and a psychic is not going to let you control them mindfully. You know what I mean? That Or they see no power in speaking to the dead. Or maybe they're is, afraid to speak to the dead too. Yeah. Because then they sacrifice someone, they whatever... Like, they actually are part of, like, a sinister part thing where they sacrificed actual people. You don't think those people are going to come back and be like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Now, olden days, I think if you look at old religions, um, common people weren't allowed to practice witchcraft or anything of, of magic and stuff like that. Only high priestesses were, right? And that goes back to most religions in the past. It's to keep the common folk away from that because the common folk practice that stuff, right? What's going on right now with everybody getting into spiritualism and stuff like that. You could put a hex on the king, right? You could put a spell on them and, and the commoner could take down the entire government with it. That's how much they believed in it that that could happen. Now, if that was 100%, let's say, not 100% true, but I'm not asking if. Try what I want to say. If the secret societies believed in that, those aspects, they would try to recruit anyone that was part of it. But it seems like their prerogative is to control the world through means of, like I said, like, you know, let's say social media, but technology, 
through media, through basically that kind of level of control. Because when you keep the society dumb, you keep them happy and dumb, they'll never fight back. And they're easier to control. It's like, no, it's like I don't use the term sheep because that's, I feel like, a derogatory term. It's, it's, it's overused, right? But essentially, that if you keep society unquestioning of everything that's going on, they won't question it and they'll just go along with whatever you say. Now, this is not political in any way, right? I'm not saying that. But it's keeping your eyes open to everything that goes on all the time. But when it comes to the aspects of the United States and trying to essentially control us, but um, it's becoming less and less availability to do it because of technology. You have the access to the entire world in the palm of your hands. You can access any information anywhere. Some of it bad, some of it good, some informative, right? It all depends on how you take it. And you basically give your, you know, let's say do your research, but look up things and, and focus your own opinion on it. Uh, I'm not saying this is wrong or right. When it comes to secret societies, stuff like this, majority of their objectives is almost can be seen in current societies and stuff like that. Even societies of the past, when it comes to taking control of countries and stuff like that. But my idea on them, they were created with good intentions, but somebody sinister part of it had a different point of view, as most things do. You try to do something good, and he has one piece of crap, and the group goes, like, well, we could actually use this to rule the world. And then he changes the minds of all the other people, her and stuff like that. And then, you know, you got what's going on right now with Illuminati and stuff like that. And all the terrible things you ever heard about them. Everything you just see and all these conspiracy theories surrounding this and that. And, that, and that. it just, it basically creates the whole thing. Now, that is essentially what I guess I think about secret societies is that they originally were created for a good idea, but sinister minds behind those ideas took it and abused it and corrupted it. That's why some secret societies that still exist today, if they exist, with good intention, right? But I think like Freemasons at lower levels have no idea what's going on at high levels. And as high-level Freemasons, they probably are influenced by the Illuminati. That's just an idea. I guess that's our first episode of Secret Societies. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He he tends to know more about this kind of subject. I mean, I, I just pay kinda, attention. Well, no. I just kind of know, like, there's stuff out there. And I know that it's... it's <sighs> society likes to put that everything is sunshine and rainbows and yes you want to be positive yes you want to be love and light but there is some evil oh stuff out there another, another point i forgot to make mm-hmm. um as much as there is truth out there when it comes to secret societies or conspiracy theories there is even same as or if not more bullcrap and i think it goes for paranormal and alien stuff like that you have to sift through the shit essentially to find any kind of truth yeah, believe me, the more they want to hide a secret, the more crap they put out there. Or yeah. more money they've involved in it. With, with, with supernatural and aliens, it's more of I see of a cash cow kind of thing. They're not trying to disprove anybody. Well, that probably is some people trying to disprove people. But they put out fake shit over and over again, right? When secret society stuff like this, conspiracy theories, I think they put a lot of crap out there, a lot of crazy stuff, to discredit the actual truth that's out there. And I think, too... Like maybe they got to Alex Jones and made him go crazy, or told made him to start talking about crazy stuff to discredit his actual actual proof. I don't know. There's don't conspiracy know. theory for I you. I think unfortunately <laughs> a lot of those groups have a lot of pull, yeah. and sometimes like they'll come out and say things in front of your face, but you're so worried about what other shit was said about them that you're not concentrating on them actually admitting to stuff they've done. You know what I mean? Yeah. If anything's hidden in the shadows. <laughs> It's this. 
Oh my gosh, someone. You like my pun? Okay. Help me. (laughs) (laughs) Probably one of many. Yes. Um, Next week's episode, and I think the following week's episode is going to be a lot more in depth, a lot more junk. What are you doing next week? Not junk. Hollow Earth. Ah, yes. Uh, He's one of my favorite subjects. Yeah. And I think I have actually some cool stuff on this too. I have some good stories. And then the following week is, um, because I've already, no, I've already put that out there because I said upcoming. The following week is out of Appalachia. Like it's going to talk about all of the lores, the legends, the stories that are coming out. Um, I've reached out to a couple of people that have, you know, said their stories and stuff like that to like talk to them about it. Um, cause you know, like Appalachia kind of like spans, it kind of goes to the Western North Carolina. I think it can even go into Georgia if I'm correct. And like into a little bit of Tennessee. I think it even goes up to Virginia. I'm not Most sure. of it's in West Virginia. There's a lot of people that got a lot of stories and it's actually really terrifying. And I've been like wanting to go that way, like Western North Carolina to go like glamping. You know, like in a log We're cabin. Not going to the damn Appalachian woods. My abilities only work against spirits and stuff, not actual creatures. Yeah, I can just imagine. <laughs> I don't know what. I'd... Then I need a gun. <sighs> Goodness. Die, you wouldn't go, bitches. Down, 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 down. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I anyway, know. I don't know. Sounds scary. I don't know. So that's uh, that's next week for your Hollow Earth and the following week. Something to look forward to. As always, guys, you can catch our uh, Instagram at Hidden in the Shadows uh, podcast. Uh, and then uh, our Twitter, Hidden in the Shah 6. Our TikTok, Hidden in the Podcast 2. I know who has Podcast 1. You can go to our website, Hidden in the Shadows uh, podcast.com, which links to all our stuff, including our merch. Yes. So go buy a shirt. And yeah, so look forward to next week. Um, also, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. So as always, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes. <laughs>